0: This is Life & Stories, a podcast that gives you a glimpse into the lives and experiences of many unique and incredible individuals in the state of Kansas. I am your host, Carla Carr Martinez, a fellow Kansan at heart and a person with a strong passion for emerging in the beauty of stories. The 26th Annual Kansas Story Festival is finally here to illustrate all the vision of small town charm and the impact storytelling has in the hearts of many. In the small town of Downs, located in north central Kansas, We witness all the charisma, history, and life the storytellers, community members, and visitors bring to the festival. This festival is not only filled with storytelling, but it's also filled with workshops and tons of music. People of all ages can come and enjoy homespun tales, historical portrayals, poetry, and for the young ones, there are also stories for children. Let's now take a quick listen to one of these incredible stories. Alright, so good morning everyone. Here we are today with Linda Smittle. She's a participant of the Kansas Storytelling Festival. So how are you doing today, Linda? Doing great, thanks. I'm a little cold. But <laughs> yeah, it's a little chilly and windy outside today. But today we have Linda, she's going to share one of her real life experiences um, that she experienced while she was working at the Peace Corps. This is a real life story that she likes to title Wayne Baby, so I'm gonna let Linda take the floor and tell us her story. Okay, thank you Carla.
1: Um, when I was a Peace Corps volunteer in Ghana, West Africa, between 2012 and 2014, my favorite job was winning babies. I was a, a, a health, water, and sanitation volunteer, and so I did a lot of things around health. I did HIV-AIDS awareness. Programs, mal- malnutrition programs, other maternal-child health programs, and in water, I helped children learn to wash their hands or remember to wash their hands before they ate or after they went to the toilet. And in sanitation, encouraged the families to use the water from the pipes instead of the water from the river for drinking. But my favorite job was weighing babies. I lived in a community of about a thousand people, about the size of dams, um, in. Uh, to West Africa in the Volta region and every month we had a uh, well baby clinic that really was locally known as weighing babies because that was the highlight of the uh, health clinic. The, ba- the mothers came with their young children and we weighed them and they got their immunizations and they recorded in a little book that the mothers took back home and brought every month as well as a big book for the uh, Health Department of Ghana. The, Um, Every day, or every month, when the mothers came, I got to weigh the babies, and that was the most exciting part. And to weigh the babies, we had a big scale, hung up on the rafters of the building with a long rope, and then the scale face was probably 12 inches in diameter with the numbers 1 to 20 because it measured uh, kilograms. And then at the end of the scale, there was a little provided rope and a little hook. At the end of the hook, we'd put a sling that held the babies. And so one time someone would call the mother's name and the babies would come up or the mothers would come up carrying their babies and transfer them to me and I'd get them in the little sling to put them on the way and then look up at the number and yell out the number. Of uh, kilo, uh, kilograms, or two or uh, 9.3 kilograms, or whatever the weight was. And, and my coworker, Joseph, who's one of the few people that knew that he spoke English, would write the number down in the mother's book, write the number down in the big gum book, and then the next person would get called. I remember one particular time when we were weighing babies um, that a mother came frantically to the compound where we were weighing the babies and started talking frantically to the nurse and their animated conversation and the nurse and the mother or person woman i don't know if it's mother or not but the woman and the mother or woman and the nurse uh ran back across the road down the mud past or the dirt path uh to the family house and, and they were ground for a few minutes the nurse came back in about five minutes and started talking to Joseph, and they, too, were pretty animated. Joseph made a quick phone call and then came over to where I was sitting and told me that um, mother had a ba- baby, second one, they'll come, ambulance. We go. And so we started off and we followed the nurse over to the family compound. <clears throat> and in the family compound, there were several men sitting on benches in the open area in the middle. And off to one side, there was a small one-room a mud building uh, with a doorway. In front of the doorway there were lots of shoes and so Joseph and the nurse took off the shoes, went through the doorway and I followed suit and took a while to adjust my eyes inside because the only light was from the doorway and two small windows that were about the size of a sheet of paper. So it's pretty dark inside but the thing that caught my eye first was this yellow, yellow brightness and it was wrapped around a bundle and um, held by a grandmotherly type woman. And in the tiny space where there's a little bit of an opening, there's a tiny little face looking out of the, um, the yellow bundle. So that was the baby, the first, the baby that had come. And the new mother was laying down on the floor. Her hand was rested in the um, folded legs of maybe an older sister or an aunt. And she was sitting there very quietly. Everyone was very quiet. but There were little whispers of conversation. <coughs> And eventually, um, maybe ten minutes had passed, and um, <coughs> sorry, <laughs> the um, uh, the someone told the mother to get up, and so the mother sat up and then stood up with a little bit of help from her uh, relatives, and then walked towards the door. And so the, um, Joseph said, "Ambulance here!" And so the ambulance had come, but could not come to the house, and so it was on the main road. So we were going to get out to the ambulance and so the mother um, braced herself on the doorway to step out of the door and the nurse yelled at the other people to help her (laughs) to like instead of making her do everything by herself to give her some support so one of her sisters maybe an aunt got on each side of the mother and they started walking out the door there were probably six or eight women walking with the mother um, out the door out of the family compound and then down the winding dirt road to get to the uh, dirt path really to get to the road where the ambulance uh, was and so we walked for maybe 50 yards and the mother stopped all of a sudden and put her hand on her back like oh this pain i can't take it anymore um and then suddenly dropped to the ground and i thought oh no what's happened um and the, the other women kind of got around her very quickly and pr- gave her like a protective shield so she was protected for privacy um and then i heard a little slight moan from the inside of the thing and then the women are Saying, ah, just breathing finally, And it happened that the second baby had decided to come. And the second baby was there, bored on the uh, dirt path to the road. Um, and maybe not more than a minute and a half later, um, the mother stood up. <laughs> Everybody stood up, and they started walking again towards the uh, road where the ambulance was sitting. And so this time there was the grandmother was carrying the first baby, and another woman was carrying the second baby. And someone else came very quickly to scoop up any of the um, the evidence that was on the Ventura path. And we walked them maybe another 50 yards to cross, to get to the road where the ambulance was. And maybe 10 feet before where the ambulance was stopped, the mother stopped again. And all the afterbirth um, uh, was released and everybody kind of stood back for a little bit and then talked a little bit more, pretty animated again. And then they stopped and everybody turned around away from the ambulance and started walking back. Was the house and so joseph came and told me uh, no hospital that they had decided not to go to the hospital um, and so the the women uh, the mother and her two babies and our entourage of female relatives walked back to the house the ambulance drivers walked back to the ambulance and joseph and the nurse and i walked back to the clinic where we were waiting the babies and so i thought that was just an incredible experience and then to make it even more incredible about an hour later Two women came to the clinic with these two itty bitty babies that had just been born hours before, and I got to weigh them. So I very carefully took one baby at a time and put it in the little sling and hung it up on the little hook and weighed the baby and called out 2.1. And the little baby was less than five pounds, and the second baby was 2.2, and so it just was still less than five pounds. And so that's one reason why weighing babies was my favorite thing to do when I was a peaceful volunteer in
0: Ghana wow well that's an incredible experience you know such a miraculous story I would say you know being able to witness all of that and see that happening you know with your own eyes it's something incredible and I mm-hmm. I am of course for sure that's one of the most crazy you know <laughs> fun experiences that you've had and very memorable for sure for you as well you're right so you're thank right. you so much you. for you know for sharing that and you know, being in the Peace Corps itself is a very exciting time, so I'm sure this just kind of added on to all your excitement.
1: Thank you. Yes, it was amazing. Thanks.
0: thank you so much for sharing with us, Linda. Thank you. Thank you.